Today is August 9th. The Yankees snap their five-game losing streak, but Carpenter breaks his foot. We got sharp stats and other things to talk about. Let's have a meeting. Talk some Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks presented to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. Jake is here as is young BBD. And we're going to talk some Yankees, a little midweek episode, some sharp stats. Game one in Seattle happened. They had a secret meeting and that wasn't a secret. I don't know why I just referenced it as a secret. It wasn't a secret at all. They told everyone about it right away. Nothing secretive. One bit about the meeting. There's a public very public that they had it. My bad. And Carpenter broke his foot. How are you, Jake? James, BBD, everyone watching our uh, secret podcast with us. Hope you're doing well. Uh, you know that West Coast trip will always sneak up on you a little bit. Late night in Seattle. They end their losing streak. Thank Gord. Um, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, interested to see the boys tonight. I mean, Carpenter, one of those weird ones. Just how do you compartmentalize that? He's been he's been so so good. Um, <laughs> like I just I saw the set. Like people with a hundred plate appearances this year, he's been the highest OPS above Judge, above Jordan Alvarez, above the best yeah. hitters in baseball that, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, Seattle injury, but the Yankees on their losing streak, so there's some good vibes. But it's also, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Not great, Bob. Yeah, there's a lot of good that came out of it, but the fallout is interesting, like how it affects the rest of the roster. I know, I know they're going to call someone up, and most likely Anduar. Can he make it back? We've seen over the last couple of years, Edwin Encarnacion played, what, three games before the postseason and played. Stan did it, and he played like a week. Judge did it where he played a week. It's five to six weeks out. We're talking about a guy who doesn't wear batting gloves. He just rubs his hands in the dirt by his feet before every pitch instead of wearing batting gloves. He's got a mustache, and he likes being barefoot anyway. So I just, <laughs> what was his quote yesterday? It was like, I'm going to be back. Yeah. said, like, this isn't the last, this isn't the end of my season. I mean, it, this, this won't be the end of me this year. <laughs> this won't yeah. be the end of me this year. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Again, I'm not even close to being a doctor yet. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I think a fractured foot, you're looking at a month to six weeks. And yeah. Hell of a way from the heart, candy ass. What was that? That's what he's saying to himself in the mirror. Oh, all right. You just sometimes you need to preface stuff like that before you say it. You couldn't tell that I was being Carpenter in the Monkey mirror, quoting wrench. Herb Brooks at himself. Um, Four yeah. to six weeks. Six weeks gets you where? Like September 21st, which gives you two weeks before the postseason. 
I think people last night were tweeting six to eight, eight weeks. You would still get like the the full week leading up since we get one more week. I mean, he's not season. Tatis. He's a fast healer. He's a fast healer. He's tough. He rubs guy. his hands in the dirt before the pitch comes. That's true. He's a tough guy. Probably, yeah. probably two to five yeah. weeks. I see. Uh, another question would be like, does it? Is he going to be able to play the field when he comes back? Because like foot stuff. That's the con- That's probably the bigger conversation. We'll. We'll hit more Carpenter. We got sharp stats. That doesn't come in a jar. If you're lucky, maybe we'll guess the lineup. And, Jim, all of that is brought to us by Roman. Get Roman T support. Uh, Matt Carpenter, I don't know if he needs it. I, I haven't talked to him. The mustache makes me think no. If you are someone or you know someone that is struggling with some low T, we have something. For you to try and potentially take care of. And it's with Roman. I want you to feel confident about your health and your sense of well-being. Your libido. Blood health. Roman T-Support is helped to maintain the body's natural testosterone production. It's a proprietary supplement formulated by Roman's in-house doctors. You can't find this blend anywhere else. Good stuff in there. Some vitamin D3, magnesium, zinc. Roman offers flexible monthly plans for f- and free two-day shipping. Go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of Roman tea support. That's GetRoman.com slash Yanks. GetRoman.com slash Yanks. Before we go to Sharp Sets, because I just want to finish out the Carpenter conversation because it, it's done and soon. Like, Anduhar's probably going to get called up, but who gets more playing time out of this? Hicks, does this save Hicks the re- the, the rest of the year? We're talking he might be out till September because right. uh, Stan's now going to get more DH spots. Maybe Stan coming back a little sooner than not, knowing like they can just roll him at DH every day and it's fine. Like Then it would be open up the outfield for Hicks and, and it goes to center and Judge goes to right. Probably opens up one more DH day a week or so for Judge. During the regular is that, if they call up Anduar, is he just going to get run at DH? No, I mean we we know who these Yankees are. Uh, if you know, think about how hot Matt Carpenter was. M- Matt Carpenter basically had to put in a full month of sparing play. Remember when we used to be slamming the table like, guys, you got to start Matt Carpenter now. Uh, they finally did that, and he he was already gone. Like he was already like ten homers in like fifteen games, twenty games. So. Anwar is going to come up, or we assume, we assume. We'll see if the Yankees pull a Florial or something out out of their back pocket. I guess that was one of the things I was thinking. We know the Yankees value defense. They traded for Harrison Bader. They traded a starting pitching depth for Harrison Bader to be a defensive sub in the playoffs. So, with that in mind, that was the only thing that made me think about Florial. He has been killing it in the minors. Like, Still hot. One of the best, like, minor league seasons, like, this year. Um, And he can cover ground. And when we're talking about Rizzo's back and keeping Judge healthy and you can rotate more DH days, what is more important? You know, if we're in August mode and we're resting Rizzo for four straight days when he could probably play, is it worth trying to play Andujar every day and get him hot? Or would you rather have yeah. solid defense out there and keep Judge and Rizzo and the other guys healthy? I, that's where I think the Florial side of this is a really interesting conversation. I think it's Andujar. 
but I Does think it it's a for you if Florial's been uh, cold lately because you... not really. Says here his last twenty eight days, it's two sixteen batting average, two seventy five on base with a three seventy eight slug, and his last seven days are like a yeah a slide. I two mean, for two for sixteen, two for fourteen. Uh, on the year, he's still eight forty seven OPS for. I know that. I'm just saying, does it change at all? Like no, would, okay, no. Um, I, I think that'd be that'd be unfair to him. And uh, like the Anduhar chapters of the book, and I've been an Anduhar fan. I still think he can hit. Like if he ended up DHing a lot and going, like. You know, I've been rooting for that sneaky for the past couple years. And and maybe it is. Maybe that's the opportunity that he's been waiting for. Floreal is was like a, a big-time prospect for the Yankees. We heard about him a lot. You know, all the tools. The COVID year really hurt him. Uh, he needed playing time to figure it out. Like, I think if you told the Yankees front office that there'd be a day when a 24-year-old Andujar was putting up these numbers in AAA... Like, that he was going to be, like, a next Yankees outfielder. That's how much they liked this guy previously. Um, and next year, he's out of options. So, uh, that's the other thing that I'm kind of putting in the pot here. If, if Floreal came up for a month and was a serviceable outfielder, I think we'd be talking about him as our a potential platoon outfielder next year or a guy to make the team, uh, where it just feels like that boat has sailed on Andujar. So, um, I don't know. I... I I generally think it's much ado about nothing. Andujar has earned it in his own right. His his AAA highlights have been cool recently. But it's and whenever Andujar gets called up, they they play him every day. I mean, Andujar got called up. He was here in May, and it looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine out of ten of the days he was up with the team, he started, batted fourth, fifth, or sixth, and played the field. Then the next time Andujar came up. It was for like double headers, and he started both games of the double header, batted fifth and sixth, played left field. So, like, I don't know if Andujar, I think he sat one game, been called up out of necessity for 12 games and started 10 of them. And so, 835 OPS in the minors. And I, I remember his, his, I think he got off to a slow start down there, and he's, he's been going lately. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it would make sense if they call up Dew and he plays. I guess I don't know how we still don't really have a have an official like when Stanton's coming back. So I, I just right. don't know how that's gonna. Is that five days away? A week away? Ten days? Well, and the there other, was an update yesterday, right? the The other thing that's a little bit of a wild card in this, and it has changed since for Anduhar's world, they traded for Benny, who's a left fielder. And Andujar, that's his only field position. So if they're not going to play him at DH, like, it, there's kind of not probably another... probably play right field. I don't think... I mean, we, we've seen the Yankees haven't played judge and left. I don't think... Has Andujar ever played right? I don't I remember, think they do that. Was, but it, it's a, easy, was it a well, summer league game though. that they tried it and it went bad? Yeah, I don't know. Things can Well, change. that was... I don't that I don't think he's done any of it in the minors. He's never played right field in the majors. I I don't I, again with how they're valuing defense now. I know they threw Carpenter out there, but you know Carpenter's a veteran that that's played defense at multiple z- positions at the MLB level. Like Andujar, it's always been his 
his problem, his Achilles heel. What was the stand update yesterday? There was one. Baseball activities, him and Britain, right? Yeah. Like he was taking an off day, but he's doing baseball activities. Yes, Cuddy said. Still doing ba- still doing baseball activities. Had an off day from them yesterday. I wonder if this rushes that at all. I mean, they had the meeting yesterday, like whatever the weird sentence was that they summed up the meeting. We're going to get through this. It was like, yeah, start playing better. What do you mean you're going to get through this? It's very simple. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a way to get through this. It's start. Do you need games. the recipe to get through it? Because yeah. I can tell you. Yeah. Start caring again. And and maybe stop using Holmes so much. Yeah. Like, if Chappie's good again, which he's six in a row now, and 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 you got your vino and Efros going and Loisaga's whatever and Wandy's there and you know what this as soon as Marinacci can come back up, give Clay Holmes a phantom IL stint. If that's how much you don't care about August, that's the main priority. Right. I'd do that. Maybe they will. I just typed in Zach Britton Stanton into Twitter. Saw a video from 2020. Stanton hits a homer off Zach Britton in spring training. Kind of funny. Um, and hey. I, I think e- either way, just tying off Florial, um, Andujar, even, you know, it talked about it with, with Peraza a little bit. I think the Yankees need just a little rascal behavior, man. Bring, bring up a young guy that's going to burn it out, whether it's um, Florial going for extra bases, chasing balls down like a baby deer. I love when Speedy Andujar comes out now because he's whenever he's in the show, he's like, I, I need to do this. But the Yankees need a little bit of rascal right now, and I, I think one of those guys could bring that for a little bit of August. It'd be fun. It's how you get through the dog days. Right? You need to. Go get Canely. Go get Tommy Canely. Just have him fly with the team. Be around. That uh, that might be tough because it's still with the Dodgers. Whatever. Okay. Loan them um, out for the flights. On the topic of Holmes, I didn't know what to do with him yesterday during pitching path to victory because everyone had either like thrown over twenty bullets the day before or did a back to back. It seems in hindsight, I get licky in there. I I would have taken a Holmes day off, but it was also only his second game of August. Right, they have tried to get him a low leverage spot. His his appearances in the past couple of weeks, they have been spreading him out more. So, and they've got an off day coming up Thursday. So, hopefully, if you can, so if they can get him today, if they need him Wednesday, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he didn't look good. Didn't look good. So, I'm with you on you everything you said. Yeah, I was surprised they did that. In hindsight, they were up enough to use Licky. Wasn't thinking about it in real time. Yeah. yeah Licky's good. Marinaccio back. Can he come back for the injury? No, they're at a pitcher limit. Yeah. I think they'd have, I think he could be like the direct call up, but they'd have to send someone down. Oh, yeah. I guess so. They'd have to send down Tilo or something, or whoever it would be. Not T- Not Tilo, another pitcher. Tilo roping a liner to right. How about that? 
<laughs> can I? You know, it's become one of our favorite activities in the office. Um, is provoking Joe's. It's you yeah. Know, it's become like kind of a number one activity for a lot of people at John Boy Media. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, I Tim Locastro is a Yankee. He kind of handles. He's handled his business. We haven't heard a word from it, from him. He's deserved to be on the MLB roster. When in, whenever he's been up, he does his thing. Like Tim Locastro is a Yankee. And I'd like want to point in Joe's chest and do that. And Joe's will say, he is. And that's all I want. Does he say that when you say it to him? Should we find out real quick? I think he's alive. Didn't he text right us? Now. Didn't he text us last night about Tilo? He was texting. What did he say? He said his the very last text in our chat with you, me, and Joe's is from Joe's that says Lo Castro can play all three outfield <laughs> positions. It is our last text. It's our last text. But he was saying that's why you would call up Andujar and not Florio because, like, if if Tilo's up, you got defense cover. You have that. Yeah. Tilo's on the team. Yeah. All right, let's do the sharp stats. Let's see what Katie, the queen of stats, has for us today. Playing one second. Hey, guys. Queen of stats here. And as we know, as I record this on Monday night before the Mariners game, the Yankees are in a slump. That's right. They've lost five straight. They've, they are 9-16 and 16 in their last 25 games. They're 21-23 and 23 in their last 44. Seems like nothing's going right. But what I'm here to talk about is that the Yankees, if you feel like the Yankees are in almost every game, then you're exactly right. And they are doing this at a historic rate right now. So let's talk about close games. So as we know, 15 of the Yankees' 39 losses, that's 38%, have been one run or fewer. Now, that's the third highest rate in the majors this season. All right. So not historic, but let's move on to two runs now. So still a close game. 26 of their 39 losses at 67% have been by two runs or fewer, which is the highest percentage in the majors this season. All right. Now let's move to three runs. Still a close game, as, as you guys know. 34 of their 39 losses, that's 87%, have been by three runs or fewer. Now, that's easily the highest in the majors this season. And not only that, it's the, it would be the highest percentage in the modern era by any team that's since 1900. That's percentage of losses by three runs or fewer. Now, let's take it a little deeper. 26 of their 39 losses have, they've had the tying or go ahead run at the plate in the ninth inning or later. So that's 67% of the time of their losses. They've had a chance to either tie or win the game with a run with the, with the batter at the plate. That is easily the highest in the majors this season, the highest percentage. And it would be the highest by any team since 1975. So they're giving themselves a chance to win. They're losing most, almost all of their losses have been very close. And their run differential in their losses is just 2.2 runs per game, which is easily the lowest in the majors this season. And it would be the lowest by any team since the 1915 White Sox. Now, 
we go back to uh, this rut that we're in, kind of the longer one. They're 20, 21 and 23 in their last 44 games. But they've actually outscored their opponents by 57 runs in those 44 games, which gives them an expected win percentage of .617, which would be the fourth best in Major League Baseball during that span, expected win percentage, and it's the equivalent of a 100-win season. So basically, even though they are 21 and 23 in their last 44 games, they are playing at the pace, if you look at runs and runs scored, of a 100-win team. Wow. Okay. I, that's a different direction than I thought we were going. We're staying positive amidst the slump. We're still on the Yankees don't get beat bad even when they get beat train, which a lot of stats there to back it up. It does feel that way, which maybe is why every loss feels more painful because we haven't had any that you're like, whatever. That one was blown from the start. We're out of this. You have the ones like we had against Seattle last time we played them where it felt like if we didn't mess around in the first two innings, we win that game. And then it hurts even more. Some of the stats here, I think my favorite one is the three runs or fewer, because that means you made the other team use their top bullpen. 34 out of 39 of the losses. 87% was it? 87% highest in the modern era by any team. We make the other team use their bullpen to beat us. That may not seem like much to some people. This is very deep Yankees fodder, and maybe you would say we're scratching and clawing for like some positivity amongst a bad stretch. But if you can do that in the postseason and every game make them empty their their best relievers, it's a it's a good formula. You don't want to lose that much, but it's a good formula to lose close in the postseason. Obviously, it seems like I'm just saying obvious stuff, but it's good. No, I mean we we saw it against our Yankees. So we mentioned Zach Britton before. It was his his whole thing. That Yankees bullpen got overworked. Uh, what was that? Twenty nineteen Houston. That, yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, I mean we were we were all pretty much fried." That yeah, and I I mean tying it into this regular season where you know I I know they're in a funk and I I none of. Nobody around the office is like, oh, I think the Yankees are just going to go 500 the rest of the way. Like, at some point, this team is good that they're going to go. Um, it, it's just a matter of when. But, yeah, even in, even in a regular season series, say if a team comes into town and they just won their final game of the last series they played and they come into town and they use their good relievers, and then the first game, it's a tough game, they beat you, but they have to use their good relievers again – they could be out the next game or, or the next two games. Or if you, you know, like you can win more games with that formula by wearing down the other team's better players that in a postseason that can work. In the regular season, it has worked up until recently. And yeah, I, I liked, um, you know, Katie at the end, she mentioned the run differential, which I, I have stumbled into that the other day because I, I mentioned their Pythagorean theorem, I think, on talking baseball. That's kind of what it goes off of. What if you ever hear that in baseball? It, it's basically just your run differential and how that would normally translate to a team. And it was funny that the Yankees have been in this June swoon in August um, that like they they are still outscoring in the numbers say that they should still be a really good team because they are a really good team 
Um, and I think they're, you know, if you go through this stretch, there have been a few weird ones. I mean, Clay Holmes had been invincible all year, and it feels like now there's been three times where we're like, well, Clay earned that one, but, you know, you flip those from losses to wins. Uh, and a couple other weird ones down the stretch for all the stuff we've been talking about, you know? If you do a, a lot of those close ro- losses or 67% of the losses have ended with the Yankees with a chance to tie or win at the plate. So every two out of three losses in that ninth inning uh, or eighth inning, the Yankees are one swing away, which that's incredible. That's badass. So I love it, Katie Sharp, the queen of stats, bringing a little, uh, yeah, we we both thought this was going to be like, oh, the Yankees are playing close games. They're going to be worn out. They're like, burning oh, their pen. No, which this I, is, maybe that's the negative spin. The fella's got some fights still. It's good. It also means they're using their bullpen a lot. Right. You know, and that's why we're trying to get Clay home some rest here and there and, and all that stuff. And But you know what I'd like to see? Teams' records after they play the Yankees. Okay. Like the two games after they play the Yankees. What's the record there? Because are we just sending teams to the next city without their relievers? The Yankee hangover. Yeah. You're welcome, everyone else. If the numbers come back and say teams are bad after they play Yankees because they wear out their bullpen. I mean, Cardinals play in cores tonight. That feels like a loss. So yeah, I think it. I think what did Seattle do before in between? What did Seattle do in between the Mariners? Um, they played the Yankees. They lost two out of. They lost their. They split four with the Angels, which is basically like getting swept by a normal team. Yes. So. It's true. I'm a genius. Hey, uh, in in. Uh, the one stat here, 26 out of 39 have had tying or go-ahead run at the plate. Highest in the majors, highest by any team since 1975. What team from 1975 do you think has better, better, uh, you know, always going to give you give themselves a shot? Like that. Metrics. That team from 75? Yeah, who do you think it was? Feels like a Cincinnati Reds year. No idea. That, that was one of the years they won, right? Feels like big a red big machine. red machine type deal. 108 wins, 54 losses, zero ties. Chief Bender, director of the farm. Hey, Chief. He was farm director, Chief Bender. I wish he was their team's curveball coach. I'm Chief Bender. I will teach you the curveball. He probably was. Caesar Geronimo, little defensive center fielder. Stud. Concepcion, defensive shortstop. Dave Concepcion. Only two, the only two guys on that team that didn't really hit. They won the World Series that year. Yeah. Joe Morgan, Johnny Bench, Tony Perez, Pete, Griffey Sr. Merv. Same you forgot about Merv. Merv Redmond. Yes. <laughs> I didn't forget about Merv. Yes, you did. I didn't forget about Merm. Pedro Bourbone Sr. Wow. Everyone else on that team hit so much. The, the two guys playing the defensive positions really well. 
Yeah, if you're going to have two guys where they're deep glove first, it's going to be center field and shortstop. Isn't that fun? And center field shortstop, glove first, guys. And they're not zeros on offense, a little below league average. And the other guys were so above league average, entire team. Yeah. Johnny Bench, really good too, huh? Yeah, at that position. Well, Reds talk. Didn't see that. Yeah, coming. it turned into a Reds, a Red show. Well, you know what else, Jim? The Reds are a part of Major League Baseball. Fact. And the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball is DraftKings, the DraftKings Sportsbook, where they are now allowing you to bet $5 hairs on any game and get $100 in free bets instantly. DK has their same game parlays. Rack up a couple bets, two, three, four. If they all hit together, you win more queso. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY. New customers can make any $5 bet and get $100 in free bets instantly. That's promo code JOHNBOY. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And be trademarks used with permission. You're upset about the Fairfield Connecticut Little League team losing? I just found out, and yes. Massapequa, New York. Oh, Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder if they just went across the channel. Ooh, took the ferry to play. Could have. That's a badass feeling. But I don't. Wow, Connecticut almost came back, man. Yeah, we always do. Just enough, but not enough. What other, uh, any Yankee stuff you need to get off your chest? I'm glad they had a meeting. Yes. Uh, tonight's a big night, Cole. Cole versus Castillo, that follow-up start to his start where he blew it. He was throwing all the curveballs in the first game. Yeah, you think he fades the fades and goes heavy curves again? (laughs) Like, you probably think all those curveballs last week were a setup, and I'm going to go fastball slider change this time. Especially, you're probably thinking that because you crushed the curveball, but I'm going to... You know, I'm a fake the fake and stick heavy curveball. First pitch of the game should be a curveball. Then you've won the mental warfare. Right. I like that. Then you never throw another one again. I'm not scared to throw it. Yeah. First pitch. Bam, Homer. This is a big, big start for Garrett. Get the rotation going again, you know? I don't know. You need Sevy or Montas to be good, like his next start. Yeah, Garrett's but Garrett's last little stretch. There's not none of them are good lately. Three starts, eighteen innings, fourteen earned runs out of Garrett in his last three. The Royals won. Will fake, but yeah, that was happened. fake. Uh, he looked really good in that game. The homer he gave up. At bat never should have happened. Baseball, whatever. Right. But, but still, I'm I mean, mad that at was. That homer, but stat line's fake. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, it was like three errors. You want to guess the lineup? Garrett's birthday coming up September 8th. How old is he going to be? 32? 32. Time we're to older think. than him. God. Of course, we're older than him. That's wild. 
not richer than him. No. Not yet. No. No. You want to guess the lineup? Let's guess the lineup for old time's sake. They got Castillo going. Yes. <laughs> Perfect matchup for Andujar. I'm interested to see what the lineup was last time he faced the Yankees and how many we might get repeat lineup. Mm. So it's, oh, okay. So Rizzo and Carpenter were the one and the three. Judge mm. didn't face him last time because they were double resting him. Mm. So that should be different. I think Judge will be in there tonight. Should be DJ Judge. It's very interesting right away because Carpenter's been up there. And and Glaber as well, but now you have Benny hitting Glaber and JD hit Ooh. yesterday. Donaldson's having a fully really good August. Hicks hit. Do you go DJ Judge Benny? Is that what we're gonna see to get a lefty up there? Interested that my brain jumped to the same thing. Do you slide Benny up? Um Donaldson has been going to um, so so the Yankees are probably going to try to tap into that card a little more. Um, I mean, the problem is... I don't think you're going to stack righties against a righty. No, no. I I just... I don't know if they'd bat Benny third. I, I, they I, have already, right? I, I, I wonder... I mean, I'm such a big hit DJ leadoff guy. I wonder if you could put him behind Judge and be Judge's protection and have Benny lead off, and if they want to try that that spark again, they got funky. Or, or, or you have go deep, go Stanton be his protection and have Benny hit second. Judge, DJ Benny Judge Stanton, DJ Benny Judge Donaldson. I just i I would like that. Like I I think you know. There's you got DJ leading off. You've got your on base guy and Benny. That if you know that's kind of that's the old that's the Nationals formula that worked. Remember they were Trey Turner, Adam Eaton, and they were setting up Soto and Rendon. I you know that's a really fun formula when it works. It seems like the Yankees don't believe in that. They believe in Judge hitting second. And I mean if if the game comes down to the line in the ninth inning and you know there's two outs and Benny's up instead of Judge. That's when you kind of kick yourself there. So I feel like they got a bad judge too, right? Yeah, so they've batted judge three three times. Two were the very first series. And then one rare one against the Astros right out of the break. Hmm. Um, but they also had Rizzo. They had the Astros when they didn't have Stanton. But they had, they had the other pop guys still still up there. Kind of all the power guys are. Yeah, I'm just saying if you're trying to get judge protection, it depends what you value. Because if you bat judge two, I don't think you're going to stack three righties right away. Yeah. Doesn't feel likely. But so then you could go Benny leadoff, judge second, DJ three. But do you change that up or do you just say it's one game in August? Whatever. Yeah, I I don't know. But. Benny in the three hole. My my brain's jumping to Paul O'Neill talking about like, don't try to be something something you're not. Like be Benny and get on base. Which hey, he's a veteran guy and he's he's playing better. Like maybe you can put him three hole and he doesn't think about it at all. Um, he did bat three at one point, so I, I think it's going to be DJ Judge Benny uh, JD 
I like it. I think that would get the the most likely odds. And they then Glaber then Glaber five. Judge having not played in the game, there's a wrench in, in all of it, but the last time they faced Castillo last week, it does seem like there was a concerted effort to get lefties breaking up righties and get the lefties as many ABs as they can. And Riz- Rizzo's not playing? I guess that's what we don't know. Who, yeah, who knows? Maybe he, Rizzo plays. Because he hit he hit leadoff last time against Castillo. <laughs> so, but why would they the do that? Pretty yeah. easily. All right, Rizzo, you're you're healed enough. Go face Castillo. That doesn't seem to fit in with all the extra like precaution they've been giving him. Yeah, I, well, the I other guess. thing here, Jakey double rest kicking in. How about a good game against the lineup? I mean, play at home. Sound off in the comments, even. Um, they face Robbie Ray tomorrow. So if you're telling me that Rizzo's not playing this whole Mariner series, then why didn't we IL him? And then, so could they go, you play Rizzo today against Castillo to get him back in the action, and then you double rest him, Robbie Ray, off day? I think that would make me more mad. Okay. If he's ready to play, he's got to play. He's an everyday guy. Right. I mean, it's not like he couldn't face Robbie Ray, but I'm just saying if it... Yeah, I would play I I don't know where the back situation is truly at. Yeah. I would play him both. The next two days and with the off day. Well, the infield's going to be DJ, Glaber, Kiner, Falefa, Donaldson. First to third, right? You'd think so, unless Rizzo does play. The outfield's going to be Benintendi. Oh, they might go. Will they go Benintendi, Hicks, Lo Castro, Judge DH? Mm. Mm. Because then you have have Lefty Hicks, Lefty Benny. Who else? They have any other lefties there? No? Could see. We'll see. We'll see who else joins the bench. Marwin. I would get yeah. If, if Rizzo's not playing today, I think that ha- that would be what they do. DH Judge. Play Rizzo, right? Well, if you play Rizzo, then Glaber Donaldson's on the bench. I think Rizzo would DH. Well, not if you first game back from like a however many days. Okay. Ago. Yeah. So Rizzo DHs. Judge is in center. He's DHing a bit at the end. Uh, judge is in right. Tilo's in center. Boom. Probably do Hicks in center. Hicks in there. Probably Hicks in center. Looking Probably better. Hicks. Castillo. In a in a lot in a, bleh, in a lot of ways, they, between the injuries and all the guys who were cold a week ago being hot now, like kind of a completely different team. Castillo's facing. Judge was out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are they hot or or? JD was already kind of turning around. Benintendi hits now. Glaber's out of his funk. Hicks is two good games in a row. So and hey, one more, and I'll declare him out. And heck, even there's there's a more fun double spin. Is uh, the Yankees see a good pitcher in back to back series? You know that's that's something I know you're always looking for. Like let's uh, let's flip the script a little bit. The losing streak's over. Garrett bounce back and let's hit Castillo. They had that public secret meeting. The public secret meeting that we did to start this episode. 
What did uh? I'm gonna look up one thing. Luis Castillo, Luis Castillo, baseball savant. I want to see if he's doing any head games with his pitch mix. Because this is back to back starts. He didn't pitch in the middle series. There's no way, right? Him and Cole are back to back duels, right? Yeah, I think so. You like how they have extension now in baseball savant? I saw that. I mean. Like arm extension? It's like, yeah, I guess like, like release point, but like what is everyone's know. arms different? Sizes? I, I remember when D Rob first became like good, they'd talk about how well he's five ten, but he has such a long stride that he's actually when he mm. releases, he's this far out. Interesting, so, interesting. So, Luis Castillo how- threw his sinker. More than any other pitch last time he faced the Yankees. Thirty five percent of the time he threw his sinker. In the game before that, it was his third most pitch. Game before that, his the game before that it was his fourth most pitch. Game before that it was third. Game before that it was fourth. Game before that it was fourth. And then against the Yankees, he went sinker heavy. So, I mean, this is a thing that a lot of pitchers do when they know they're going to face the same team back to back. So I wonder now if if he showed him sinker that day, and now he's going to go back to four seam fastball, which is usually 50 percent of what he throws. The game within the game. It's it's 7.30 p.m. Here comes the tweet from the New York Yankees. Rizzo and Carpenter to the IL. Peraza and Andujar are up. Will you tweet every half inning? I have to tweet. What do I tweet every half inning? Whatever's on your mind. I don't know, man. These games are late. I'm tired. I know. But if it was Peraza, I mean, I would. I'm kind of brainless. Yeah, I'm still brainless, dog. I had another gross Jake meal. I'll admit it. What'd you eat? I went to the buffet again and just threw a little bit of everything in there and just ate. Ew. I was bad. I got to stop. What is that buffet place? I don't even know what that is. It's the place I like around the corner. They just have a hot food bar and a little mac and cheese. What's that? A rib. Ew. There's a wing in there. It's um, mac and cheese from a I saw buffet? Sh- I saw shrimp at one point. I don't remember Ew. putting that in there. You're not that old. <laughs> uh, kind of, though. It's too old, man. It's like when my grandma, we would go visit her, and she'd be like, you got to come to the buffet. It's all you can eat. Yeah. And you're like, grandma, this place is gross. Yeah. Mac and cheese plates and shrimp at a buffet? Yeah. I'm so not into it, grandma. You're gross, Jake. I was you just better. brainless. I was like, I want to eat food. Let me put all this food in a bucket and see what I like. Ew. Yeah. I had eggs and bacon. Nice. It's one o'clock, huh? <laughs> Wait, I haven't I ate it at like six. Be good, uh <laughs> just got me good if that was like a, a radio show or <laughs> the Yankees or something broadcast. Oh. One o'clock, so, huh? So they end it. Sit the music. Our, our hour is up. Yeah. I'm going to go watch the uh, the Little League Baseball, I guess. All right. Pirill in Texas versus Tulsa, Oklahoma. Who are you rooting for? Um, I have a couple friends in Tulsa. I'll throw them a bone for this game. Okay. That's nice of you. We will Where's the see- team from New Jersey at? 
the team from New Jersey yet. We'll see everyone tomorrow, probably around like 7, 8 p.m., right? A little 4.05 getaway day. 4.05 getaway day, I'll be, we'll be in the office watching it, and then we'll be recording afterwards. It's an odd, it's an odd time. It's like dinner time. It's record. a funky one. It's a little, yeah. it's kind of like a prime time show for us. Ooh, in the meantime, go watch uh, Team Baggage versus Team We Got Ooh. Mice in floorball game yesterday. Great game. Great. It's a doozy of a game. People are saying best game of the tournament so far. Great game. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Love you guys. Go Yanks. Tom Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>